Welcome to the Crypto Campfire. They never pay extra for guac. Mitch and the Professor. Featuring special guest Noir from Cigars and Crypto. Hey guys, welcome back to the Crypto Campfire Podcast. This is the Professor. And Mitch. And today we're going to be talking with Noir, host of the Cigars and Crypto Podcast. But before we grab him, let's take a look at the crypto news from the Crypto Gym. Thanks, Professor. Hello, Crypto Campfire listeners, and welcome to the Crypto Crypto News in the Flash with the Crypto Gent. Neo becomes .NET Foundation's first blockchain member. And cybersecurity firm releases WannaCry fake Bitcoin ransomware fix. That's the cryptocurrency news in a flash with the crypto gent. And it's back to you, Professor. Thanks a lot, crypto gent. So, uh, Mitch, <laughs> you still jamming on the Pink Floyd in your head there? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was. I usually <laughs> get there when I'm waiting. It's like, hello, hello. You, know? <laughs> you always got to have a song in your heart, brother. You got to have oh, a yeah. song in your heart. There's you always know? And something that's, going on up there, song-wise. That's one stops. of the coolest things I love about Beats and the and the Vibravid project is that daily tweet that gets put out, you know, and everybody jumps on and starts, uh, you know, tweeting their song of the day from YouTube. It's just so much fun. And, you know, it, it just starts your tune for the day and it keeps that song in your heart all day. I love it. Not Good the sponsor, but you could be. No. But yes, exactly. It's an, it's an amazing thing. Um, <laughs> there's, <laughs> yeah, I did that. There's something about that music. You know, there, there's a there's a song for every moment. There always is. And I know that just going throughout the day, sometimes a song will pop into your head and it's just, it's so satisfying at that moment because it just matches exactly what you're feeling. And it's, uh, it oh, yeah, exactly. Pretty sick. It's so. cool because it's not too often you think of music that way. You don't, you know, usually you just get absorbed in what you're doing and you got music going in the background and a, you know, good, good song comes on and blah, blah, blah. But when you're sitting there and you're scanning through YouTube and you're thinking about, you know, the mood that you're in and you, all of a sudden you just stumble across an oldie but a goodie, you know, it's like, damn, this is it, you know? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, just gets the day off started on the right foot. But this morning was awesome. We uh, we did our uh, AMA, Ask Me Anything, with Cerebro. Uh, that was a lot of fun, and uh, I, I was really excited about the engagement we had from the community. It was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that was a great time, and it was really nice to finally get that uh, interaction with them as a Cerebro team because we haven't, uh, we haven't been able to do that just yet. So uh, it was nice to get that and kind of get the, the feedback and see what people are thinking so we can kind of uh, move forward with the project. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now that said, let's speaking back to the song thing. Let's uh, we, we were already on Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd's got a great right? song called Have a Cigar. And I can think of somebody that would probably enjoy that right about now. So Noir. <laughs> you, yep. Smoke one with your boy. Hell yeah. He's, he's going probably on, got one lit. <laughs> oh, you know he does. How you guys doing? Hell yeah. He posted Fabulous, a picture bro. of the cigar that he was just saving for this episode this afternoon. Yeah, I think. Yeah, man. Nice. Hell yeah. Tell us about that. What, what you smoking on today? I smoked um the it's called the Menelik, and it's by uh, Foundation Cigars. And uh it is a short Toro, about uh five inches with a uh I think it's a forty-eight or fifty-two ring gauge. It's uh, not too big, not too small. Um, nice, 
delicious, spicy Nicaraguan tobacco. Uh, I believe it's a Puro. So that's the wrapper, the binder, and the filler. And uh, it was a good maybe 35, 40 minute smoke for me. I tend to smoke heavy. Uh, other guys, it would take about an hour, hour, 15 minutes to smoke. But that's what I had before we hopped on, man. You know, if nothing else, I look forward to actually having my very first cigar when I meet up with you because I've I've kind of had one in the past, but I wouldn't even call it a cigar. You know, it's kind of like if you drink a red, white, and blue beer, you know, it's just a shit beer. So you really don't taste the beer, <laughs> right, until you had like a micro brew with some body and some richness to it. And I'm so looking forward to that when you and I hook up, when we hook up. That'll be awesome. Right. It That'll will be, be awesome. And I will bring the cigars. Yeah, my man. we're definitely going to rely on you for that because my my cigar experience is also limited to things like backwoods and acid Cuba Cubas. So, <laughs> hey man, look, there's nothing wrong with, uh, with acid, man. It's not it's not wrong with acid. I mean, it's, it's, it's actually taste. It's a good tasting thing. So yeah, it is, and it's true estates. It's true estates' uh, best selling cigar. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, they man. smell amazing too. Mm-hmm. You open that package and it's just like. I feel like I should be listening to reggae music every time I open the pack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's got that smell to it. Yeah, it's amazing. So, uh, so what have you done exciting since the last time we talked when we came on your show? Uh, well, I, I've actually had a lot going on lately, man. Um, on the professional front, I am trying to get a business off the ground here in my home state. I want to become become a uh, blockchain consultant for businesses and for legislators in my state. Um, I have done just about everything that my wife is asking me to do on the personal side. So we just bought a house. And so uh, now I'm just kind of like uh, the test dummy for paint swatches and uh, carpet uh, pieces and remnants. And uh, do you like this? And do you like that? You know, those setup questions. Oh yeah. Well, that's awesome. So, it's, it's a good thing to get in your, in your own practice there. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do with that. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Okay, so just recently, the Bahamas were hit. This this was a topic I really wanted to touch on, and I'm going to hit it first. Um, you know, recently that Hurricane Dorian came through the Bahamas, and um, it, am I am I correct in the statement that you had some family there, and were they affected by it? A lot of my family on my mother's side still lives in the Bahamas. Um, they were impacted. Uh, family that I have in Freeport. Um, but the family that I have in Nassau was fine. And uh, as I understand it, I did have a cousin that lived on Andros and uh, they lost everything. Oh, wow. wow Is everybody, everybody okay? Yeah, everyone's okay, man. Everyone's okay. Yeah, good. Everybody's that's good to hear. Yeah. But uh, it's still rough. That's a hard thing to recover from. It is, man, because they don't really get hit like that. Not usually. No, not really. You know, right. he hits uh, Puerto Rico. Tropical Dominican depression Republic. or something, yeah. but nothing, nothing yeah, like that. Nothing like that, man. So it was a touch and go for a while. You know, we were reaching out to family to make sure that they were okay. And uh, we have a really big network. Um, so it took a little while to get uh, information that I was looking for. But uh, once I got the all clear from everyone, I was in uh, better spirits. Well, that's good, man. I'm glad you got that. I mean, it's, it's so rough just sitting there wondering. Yeah, you know, it's just like yeah. man, it's not a good feeling. So, well, that's good. Yeah. It's good to hear that everybody's okay. We were kind of worried there that they were in the Bahamas. So, thanks, man. So, uh, let's turn this back real quick to cigars. I I want to ask you a question about what you like to to snack on with a cigar. So, 
Uh, I, I don't smoke cigars, but I smoke some other things. So I've got my favorite uh, snacks, but uh, it's almost like what kind of wine you drink when you yeah, eat certain what's, foods. What's your yeah, cigar snack. You know, is it Hershey's with almonds <laughs> or something else that you'd rather? Um, I like Godiva pearls. I nice. Like the, uh, Godiva white Those chocolate pearls. Um, I like uh, Dove bars. And uh, if I'm kind of like in a rush or I didn't properly prepare, uh, you can never go wrong with a Hershey with almonds. Right? Definitely. So it seems like chocolate is the common theme here one way or the other. Some oh, good yeah. chocolate. Oh, it's yeah. got to bring out that it's got to bring out that sweetness in the cigar, I would imagine. Actually, it helps me to clear my palate for the next one. Oh, OK. Really? OK. And, yeah, uh, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, eliminates the flavors, especially if I have almonds. It changes the flavor of the second cigar, but at least I'm able to tell the difference in what I'm smoking after I've had chocolate. Whereas if you go back to back to cigars, you you really don't know what you're smoking. That's so awesome. I mean, just to have a total cigar officiato on here. I mean, come on, this is sick. I love it. (laughs) Somebody somebody knows what they're talking about, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, cool. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to the education though. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm definitely oh, yeah. looking forward to the education. One-on-one is, is best. You know, you got to learn through experience for sure. Yeah, man. Right. Right. <laughs> everyone's palate. Talk you shit. Give me a cigar. You know, everyone's palate is unique and what I like, you may not like. Um, what I consider a good cigar, you may consider a shit cigar because everyone has a unique palate. So the beautiful part of this, uh, hobby or habit, however you want to look at it, is the journey to find the one cigar that really pushes your buttons and does it for you. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, it's kind of like uh, when you like Litecoin, but everybody thinks you hate XRP. (laughs) Right. Oh, shit. I love it. I love it. Oh, bring it into crypto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to swing into crypto a little bit. Speaking of of getting together and having a cigar... You plan on ever going to any conventions or meetups in the near future? I will be at Coinvention next in, uh, weekend in, in Chicago. Oh, you're oh. going in? Wait, Chicago or Philly? Philly. Okay, so you're going to be there on the <clears throat> eight, what's that? The 18th? Yeah, I think it's the 18th, 19th, and 20th. I think. That's yeah, what it is. my man, because I'll be there. Yeah, I'll <laughs> you be know there. it. And I'll bring right some on. cigars when I come too, baby. Nice. We are good. we are definitely gonna have to hook up for there for sure. I'm, oh my god, the the list just keeps getting bigger and bigger, man. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah, the worst it part really is I'm not is. going. What the fuck? This is horrible. yeah. Well, you know, you there's know always plane tickets available, brother. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I tell you like this, man. I am I am gonna start becoming more present in the good. Um, I I really didn't start my show. Um, with the hopes of becoming like an influencer or anything like that. I really just did it just because I just like to talk and I like to talk to interesting people, but I want to grow my brand. So I'm going to start being more visible uh, at events in this space. I was actually thinking about uh, going to the event in Malta in November, um, but that would be sick. Yeah. I might. Hey, look, man, I, I am dead ass serious. I'm go- I'm trying to get Akon on my show, bro. No Ooh. shit. Well, we'll tweet at him. Yeah, Akon. I'm trying to get Akon on okay. my show, bro. Okay, you know, cool. You know, live performance of Mr. Lonely. That'll be sick. <laughs> you know That'll what I mean? <laughs> he's going to be in Malta. And so if I can get to Malta and get with him, it, it's going to be on. That'd be sick. Oh, man. Yeah, Mitch, it will. Mitch, I'll, we'll find his Twitter handle and we'll, we'll uh, 
drop some tweets oh, we'll, at him and see what we can do. We'll we'll blow that shit up. You know what? <laughs> maybe maybe we should because uh, this would be good publicity for crypto in general. Maybe we should uh, do some sort of like a giveaway or something, just something small, but something to get people to go out there and like tweet at him. You know, the only right. rule to enter is is hashtag whatever the hashtag we use to track it. Uh, tag him and be like, hey, go on uh, cigars and crypto. Oh, that would be awesome. That because would be what, sick. Oh, why the hell? We give away a t-shirt. That'd be sweet. You know, you know what, speak man? it. Go ahead. No, no, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna. I was gonna. I was just gonna say. Speaking of that, did we just recently gave away a, a coffee mug? Did we not? We did. We did, and we actually had we had a winner on that, right? I, I, I'm, I'm trying to refresh my memory because I probably missed it. But we I don't. Did. Re- we <laughs> did. Let me, uh, let me just real quick. Let's look it up, and I'll throw the throw a shout out to. Whatever. While you're looking it up, what were you gonna say, Nor? I'm, I'm thinking I have a keep key that I may give away based on that idea that you just gave me. There you go. Oh, there, there you go. go. That's a hell of an Speaking idea. Speaking of keep keys, I just gave one away to my little brother. He's uh, into crypto and, you know, concerned about his, his cryptocurrencies. And I'm like, here. So when I was in um, St. Louis, I actually won- I, I got one from my brother, Clint Westwood. And then I actually... I I uh I actually won one during the raffles. I I won I won three times on these raffles. I don't know how you won so much. It was insane. It was I mean, crazy. the third one, Ben looks at me and says, "Oh no, you're not winning again." I'm like, "What? <laughs> I got I got robbed! I got robbed! That's not fair!" Uh. <laughs> but yeah, so I sent that one to him, and that's a that's a great idea. You know, it's something that you can uh you can let go of. You know, I mean giveaways i look at them like this it's just about bringing a little bit of excitement into the space when nothing seems to be happening you know and a lot of people use them to build followers a lot of people use them to build you know specific things and it's like i i think we just do it to build excitement within the community you know um that's about it you know and i think it works i think it does just that yeah i think you know it's important to give back to the community because we need the engagement to spawn adoption. And if we are giving something to the community, they are giving their ears and their minds and their hearts to us. And so I think it's a symbiotic relationship. And so that's actually something that I'm gonna start working on as well. So the winner of the mug was CryptoHeads911. Okay. Uh, heads okay. with a Z. And uh, it looks like I have an address from him already. So we'll get that mug produced and sent out. Nice. Congrats, bro. Congrats. Awesome. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, So you going to Puerto Rico soon? Yeah, man. uh, Me and the missus, man, trying to get out of Dodge. Normally, I try to leave the country a couple of times a year. But, uh, you know, buying a house is a bitch. And so, you know, my wife is like the budget person. And so she's like, we're not doing shit until this is done. <laughs> so now now that up, it's man. done, I'm like, yo, let's fucking swipe these cards, man. I need a fucking break. So, <laughs> right. We're not, you know, we're not leaving the country like we normally do. I, I prefer Central America. I love Costa Rica. But uh, Puerto Rico is a great place right now, man. And they can really use... Um, you know, the dollars in their ecosystem after being ravaged by the hurricanes that hit them a couple of years ago. So 
I'm going to go down there, do it up, man. Super Bowl big, smoke cigars, drink a lot of rum, have a good time. Nice. With my wife, oh, man. yeah. And also, you know, <clears throat> spread adoption. What? Of right? Course. Hell yes. Of, yeah. about, <laughs> of course. We know you'll be talking about Bitcoin, though. So. Of course. Yeah. You know, we're going we're gonna to have to get you some campfire tank tops so you'd have something to wear and represent. Yo, man, you know what? Real talk, do that because I have no problem with wearing my gear anywhere. I wear my nano shirt and my Digibyte shirt to work, and people look at me like, what is that? And that's the perfect conversation starter. Actually, one better. I think I think the professor needs to design a Cigars and Crypto shirt just for you. That would be lit. You think? I bet that, we can make that happen. That would be sick. Yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would. And I will wear it faithfully. Hell yeah. I'd even DM start doing that. video we'll episodes work. just so that I can rock it. Nice. Sweet. Nice. There we go. So That'll it's going to have fun. like, it's going to be a, a really large crypto campfire logo. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then off to the side, it's going to be like, also cigars and crypto. <laughs> no, we'll put cigars and crypto on the back because they're all the women going to be looking at that ass going, oh yeah. Cigars and crypto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, do you want them to turn around and run when they see the campfire, though? This yeah, make right. very good. <laughs> you guys are uh, crazy, man. Uh, you know, sometimes when you when you get done with the day after of work and it's just nuts, you just got to come <laughs> home and jump on a podcast and go fucking yeah. nuts and be stupid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's man. best. It's yeah. great. So. uh Tell me, I'm just kind of curious how axe throwing was. I've done knife throwing, um, and I'm from Montana, so, you know, I've done a lot of shooting and stuff like that. It was always fun, but I've never thrown axes. Yo, so, you guys do your like, homework, man? bro. Y'all do your homework, man. Like, again, I'm going to have to <laughs> shout that out to the research department because she's way more on top of that than I am. Um, right? She's amazing. Axe throwing. Axe throwing. Axe throwing. Yes. Fire, bro. It is, it is so much fun, man. You Once you get the technique down, um, it's addictive, man. It really is. It it's you think that you're just throwing the axe, but the weight of the of the axe, the balance between the base and the head of the axe, um, the arc that you throw the axe, um, your arm movements as you release it, all of those things come into play when you're trying to hit a bullseye. And uh, axe throwing is a lot of fun, man. I've been a couple of times. There's a spot down the street from the crib where I go uh, every now and again, and I throw axes. So, yeah, man, it's a lot of fun, bro. I'm gonna have to try it. We gotta make that happen one of these days. I've 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 done it before, and it is a lot of fun. You know, the key is having the best, you know, really well balanced axe. Yeah. You know, it, that's that's pretty much the key, and it is a lot of fun. Now, knife throwing, I haven't really gotten into that too much. I'm a, I'm you know. I like to bounce it off of things more than stick it into things, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, Are you sure? a bow and arrow. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where are we going with that? I didn't want to go there, bro. I didn't want to go there. That knife went, went the there. wrong way. You went there, didn't you? Oh shit. So I got a question for you, bro. Sure. What, what are your thoughts on the ongoing feud between the XRP and Litecoin people? Have you seen it? <sighs> <laughs> I would have so much hate for this. Um, uh, look, okay. I have always said that I am not a maximalist. I am a capitalist. I believe that there are uh, plenty of spaces and use cases for all 
variants of crypto. Not all crypto, but all variants of crypto. Right. Um, exactly. I I got into an interesting beef with uh, some XRP folks a couple of weeks ago where they just kind of bombarded me for a couple of days. Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm hood, bro. I was like, kick rocks, fuck you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it, it was all, you know, it was all right. You know, we, I, I probably There's the back of his t-shirt right there. Right, yeah, kick, kick rocks, fuck, fuck you. you right? <laughs> <laughs> but, Boom. Done. Anyway, working on it right now. <laughs> I like I like to listen to people, and I know it sounds strange, but I like to learn by being wrong. Oh yeah. When you have an sure. idea about something and you are open and receptive to facts that are valid, and you change your mind, you grow, and. I had a very interesting conversation with some uh, not so hostile XRP folks that convinced me that in its current state, XRP is not a security. Now, with that said, I still think that XRP is a shit coin. And I'll say that it's a shit coin only for one reason, because the majority of it is locked up by an entity. And everyone who is in this feud on the uh, XRP or Litecoin side can see that the price is depressed because this entity is dumping the tokens. And what I said on my sh uh, in one of my posts once before was, if eighty percent of the tokens are not in circulation or coins are not in circulation, I won't invest in it. And this is the very reason why, because centralized entities can dump coins and tokens on the market depress the value of your asset. Think about all those cats who are XRP fans right now who have been hodling since 2017 when they were buying in at what they thought was a discount at a dollar. Yep. Or two or three. It hit or three, three. Bucks, I think. Yeah. They are fucking wrecked right now. And it won't so, get better. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I, I do have some other sides of information that I've recently received that I'd okay. like to share as well. Please so, do when it comes to when it comes to that that account that you spoke of um with all those tokens that 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 one entity is being held or that's holding right mm -hmm. now the take i got on it was that the reason those tokens are being held is because when financial institutions or large investment institutions want to get into xrp and using it for the cross-border uh exchange and all that stuff right where better place can they get it in volume because you're not going to have, if somebody says, I want to buy a million dollars worth of XRP right now, that, that order is going to sit on the exchange for a week until all those orders hit. Okay. Whereas if they go to Ripple and Ripple says, sure. So Ripple releases that amount and then sells them over the counter. Right. So now they've just brought into play those funds for those larger entities that could not necessarily get it and regardless you know they're going to pay a little bit more price for it and yeah okay the downside if you want to call it that um ripple benefits from that but the upside is that from from this person's take was that ripple is going to be bringing a lot of adoption to cryptocurrencies simply because of the fact they're working with these large financial institutions and i i kind of agree with that in the sense that the large financial institutions 
aren't going to go away, guys. They are going to, they are going to adapt, right? And they're going to adapt with Ripple because Ripple is for those types of environments. So you can't count them out as a shit coin, in my opinion, based on that information. Um, And again, the person that I talked to will be on this show. And this guy was a plethora of knowledge when it came to XRP. Um, He's not a maximalist, but he's very strong in in his beliefs and very um, educated when it comes to a lot of things. And it blew me away. I spent five hours with this guy and we were supposed to just have lunch. And (laughs) we talked primarily about Ripple and we talked primarily about um, Michigan legislature that this guy's trying to change um, and work on and has ideas of projects. So it was a very involved conversation and I took a lot of heed in what this guy said. And if you think about it in that regard of, of those, I agree. The reason the funds, the reason the price is stagnant is because of that influx of tokens every month. And realistically they could do that for the next 900 months. But think about all of those other entities that are now coming in because of that. So let me ask a question. Let me let me take what you said hypothetically as fact, right? Okay. And Ripple is selling its Ripple or XRP token to financial institutions for remittance purposes and payments purposes, right? Okay. The folks who are currently holding XRP will never see the benefit of that because those coins and tokens will never hit an exchange. They will be exchanged between banks on a digital ledger and the folks who are in the retail market will be left holding the bag. One thing I will say about XRP and and I've said it before on the show too, is that, um, I mean, Ripple, Ripple is, well, yeah, exactly. Well, Ripple is at fault for, you know, promoting things in a way of invest in this. I, I feel like it's a great, product like they have a good thing that they're building and they have a particular use case but i also feel like it was never meant i mean it's not a security that's whether you know they say it's not a security or whatever but it was never meant to be an investment i don't think from a the way it was built what they, they it played it off utility. like one for sure and that's not okay i just mean i feel like it's a good utility for banks to transfer money and and i still got my xrp bag because i'm just going to hold on to it for and if it goes to zero it goes to zero and if it goes to uh, 589 <laughs> and, and and magic math happens then so be it but you know I, I think it's just a big misunderstanding of like what it's supposed to be used for and mo- the majority of that misunderstanding I think came from the ripple team themselves and the way they promoted it which you was- know I think because I feel like I was I put a negative spin on what I was trying to say about ripple so let me qualify my initial thought okay or why I felt that way. Crypto is just like cigars. There is a coin or token that is just you. Yep. And no one should say to you that your coin or token is shit in a definitive manner. Okay. So for that, I'll take that. I, I own that. That's that's on me. It's not for me. And because said. and because it's not for me does not mean that I don't see the value in it because value is determined by the holder, the sender and the receiver. Okay. So if people are willing to hold it and send it and people are willing to receive it, then it has value. Now, 
With that said, when I look at their direct competitor, I am more inclined to go with them because of the social aspects of the project, which is Stellar. <laughs> um, yep. And Stellar is doing amazing things. Right. They are. They're giving a lot of it away and they're helping a lot of uh, people. Less fortunate. Yes. Yeah. You, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And so oh, yeah. that resonates with me. And maybe the hostility that I have towards Ripple is because Ripple isn't doing something that I think they should be doing. So well, I they're not really doing something that benefits the little guy. Right. That's the problem. They're doing something that benefits the people with deep pockets already. That's one of the reasons why I'm not actively buying it, because there's a lot of other projects out there that I feel, regardless of what I feel about XRP, there's a lot of other projects I feel more strongly about from right. a positive standpoint that I would rather invest in. <laughs> Uh, number like like Stellar exactly for example because they're so community driven and that's like our huge focus with this and everything we've been working on is community. I agree. I I have projects that I've held to zero. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have <coughs> in cash I have a bag. I have a bag right now with a half a million Maza coin. A half a million Maza coin. <laughs> and I held that shit to straight zero. Because I believed in the project. I believed in what they were trying to do. I believed in the way that they were trying to help other people. And I have absolutely no regrets in that. None. You know, and that's, that's a positive sentiment right there. It really is. You know, and we got off onto this, this beautiful, beautiful rabbit hole on, on a question that really I was more or less talking about the bickering and little kindergarten bullshit that goes back and forth <laughs> between, between the two communities, not, you know, legitimate structured, uh, not even structured is the right word. Um, just straightforward, honest, respectful conversation is so much more captivating, so to speak. And, and you tend to actually take things and listen to them when Agreed. it's when it's when it's said to you respectfully and when it's said to you matter of factly right versus just uh, off ball shout shoot from the hip opinion that's just pure shit so no <laughs> I, I i i totally value this conversation we just had because like, you were right when you hit you hit it on the head if you can go into anything with an open mind and accept the fact because it is a fact you do not know everything about everything exactly. and are always open to constructive criticism you will just do nothing but continue to thrive agreed agreed and that's why i walked away from my um last spat with the xrp army um better for it um there were some facts that they presented to me that uh, that weren't really facts but then there were some that were really facts and the guys that were actually willing to engage me were the folks that I learned from. And while everyone else called me maxi pad and all that other kind of dumb <laughs> shit, you know, I, I didn't, you know, they, I just toned them out. But the guys that actually engaged me in a thoughtful, meaningful conversation taught me and I learned from them. Um, they still couldn't understand why I wouldn't invest in it. Um, but we both walked away better and wiser for having that discussion with each other, you know? Oh, sure. That's beautiful. 
That's now, that's for, what I love most about Twitter when it actually happens. Right. Now this whole Litecoin XRP thing, both of them need to stop that shit. Because, they do. It doesn't because, look good for the space. No, not just that, man, but Litecoin has powerful has a powerful network effect. It is though it came out after Bitcoin, it is more forward leaning than Bitcoin. Because in a way, Bitcoin is riding Litecoin tech. I know I'm gonna get hate from the maximalists for that, but that's a <laughs> goddamn fact. You know, think about it. Segwit, uh, all of these things that they want to in- implement, like Schnorr signatures, like Member Wimble that they're talking about right now on Litecoin. Let that happen on Litecoin and then see where Bitcoin goes in the next year or two. Right. Yep. Right behind. Exactly. It. Yep. Happens every time. Yep. <laughs> So speaking it's of learning and excellent educational material, we're going to <laughs> we're going to see how much we can learn in this next little thing. So we started doing a thing where we go on Twitter right now while we're recording and look at the trending hashtags. And we pick one and we see what you have to say about it. Oh shit. So today, <laughs> number nine trending on Twitter with 1,806 tweets, we have Hashtag stupid questions for Bigfoot. What you got for me? Brush it off. <laughs> oh, fuck them, dude. You guys are wild, man. Sorry, bro. Sorry. My only, my only question is brush or comb? Brush or comb. <laughs> brush or comb. There you go. Yeah. Love it. Love that, it. Plastic bristle or version. horse hair? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh shit. That's that was amazing. perfect. Damn, dude. That was awesome. Man, kudos on that one. That was quick. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. All right. So, so I'm just curious in what way do you think that AI and machine learning techniques are going to improve blockchain on a cryptocurrency side of things over the next five to 10 years? So, specifically, cryptocurrency use cases. I think AI is going to replace blockchain analytics companies. And the spying on addresses will occur at levels unprecedented in ways that we can't fathom right now. And even the most private and privacy-centric tokens will not will not be private. That's a really good point because right now it's there's a lot of effort that goes into trying to track transactions. So mm-hmm. if once you can apply machine learning to that and and amplify those capabilities, that's kind of Mm-hmm. That that really does undermine the total concept of privacy coins. So that will that will really be interesting to see if anybody can overcome those complications as they arise uh, in the privacy coin sector. So I, I really want to get into this, but I want to ask you if you want to get into this um, <laughs> taxation. <laughs> Care to touch the subject? <laughs> um, fuck taxes. I mean, from an opinionated standpoint, absolutely. <laughs> Fuck taxes. I don't. I don't think if if you don't consider what I have as legal tender, you shouldn't get shit from me. If you don't consider it, and you don't have legislation to consider it an asset, you shouldn't get shit from me. If you can, if you don't have legislation and you don't consider it a commodity, fuck you. You shouldn't get shit from me. Period. Fuck taxes. They need to get their shit straight. That's for sure. And that's one of the conversations that I was having with the Ripple folks. 
you shouldn't be able to tax every movement of crypto as a taxable event. No. If I, if I, I buy on Cash App or Coinbase and then I move it to my hardware wallet, that's not a taxable event. If and I move it to an exchange, that may be a taxable event because I plan on make doing something with it. But why is moving it a taxable event? Exactly. Okay. Especially at okay. capital gains, you know, right. like, and come here's, on. And here, here's my stance on that, going, touching on the capital gains side of it, like the professor just said. If it is indeed a currency, I, I mean, I'm very opinionated about this, and I, I've talked about this, I think, on two or three podcasts right now, so I'm afraid to bore everybody with it, but I don't know that you've heard my position on it. Go for it, bro. So no, my I thought... My thought with taxation is this. There's never been a tax on on a currency exchange from one currency to another. So in other words, if you take the American dollar and go to Canada and buy, you know, exchange it for Canadian dollars and you get 150, you don't get taxed on that event, right? You you don't get taxed on it. It's not taxable. There's never been a tax on a currency exchange. So that being said, if I take my dollar and I go buy a dollar's worth of Bitcoin, and it goes up in value, why am I getting taxed on that event? Because it went up in value. It's a currency. So what you're telling me is that if the American dollar is valued at 75 cents because of inflation, and all of a sudden, it's a com- all of a sudden the American dollar becomes scarce because they stop printing them, and the value of it goes up, or whatever reason, the value of the dollar goes up to $1.50. Are we going to get taxed on that difference? No, because the value of it just went up, period. So why should we get taxed when when cryptocurrency goes up in value? That's I that's agree. my stance on it. And the only tax we should really see, if we are indeed using it for what it's intended for, is spending and using it as a currency, we should be taxed on a sales tax percentage, not on a capital gains percentage, not on a growth percentage, just because it grows in value. It's a currency, damn it. And see, my my issue with that is, I don't think it should be a sales tax because I live in a state where we don't have sales tax. Same. You know what I'm saying? We don't have. I pay property tax instead of sales tax. Right. So I don't think it should be a sales tax. But maybe I'm biased because I live somewhere where we don't have a sales tax. But now, with that said, even though I said fuck taxes, pay your fucking taxes. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Seriously, it's one of those things you got to do it. But like, but we can talk about it and we can. Trying oh, yeah. and because because legislation has got to come from somewhere, and if one person's talking about it, it's not going to do any fucking good. But if we're all talking about it, we can right. make a difference. And you know and what, Mitch, the twenty sixth, the Thursday, the twenty sixth is going to be the happiest day ever for you. Why is that? Why? Because we have a tax professional coming on the show. Ooh, oh, yes. that's going to be a good one. All right. All right. So we're <laughs> going to change the topic from taxation <laughs> right now so that we can save some of that energy. No. Um, well, no, I'm going to shout out real quick to Drew Karnowski from Archer Tax Group because that way he can get the full spiel of your your passion for taxes because you, you dumped it so eloquently there. And uh, we'll tag him in and let him listen to this episode so he can get an idea of what he's getting into. Or, or maybe I won't so that he doesn't run away. <laughs> <laughs> right? Nor, what do you miss most about being in the Army? Structure. 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 Yeah. And camaraderie. Two major things, yep. Camaraderie is yeah. probably the biggest that I miss. Yeah. 
you know, you, you come from different walks of life, different parts of the country. Um, and you all become green together. My, my, my battle buddy was a guy named Deskins and he was from West Virginia. And once you get through like the whole cattle truck thing and, and you, you know, you get, Get off and you hit your bunk and you get up the next day. Your drill sergeant says you need to get to know the guy uh, sleeping over top of you or on the bottom bunk. The your battle buddy. Said, yeah, he said the first thing he said to me was, I've never met a black person before. Now, in my mind, I was like, where the fuck do you live that you never <laughs> <see a black laughs> right? right? What rock did you crawl out of? <laughs> right. But you know what, though? A lot of his perceptions of black folks came from TV. And so I saw that as a learning opportunity. Um, and he and I are like the best of friends, bro. Even now. That's awesome. And I mean, I, I went through basic in 93. And, he, you know, even now I reach out to him like, what's good, fam? Like, how you doing, man? How do, you know, has a family, has a kids, you know? He's not, you know, he's not a bodybuilder like he used to be. He's a fat tub of shit now, but that's still my man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You know, and I think that's probably one of the main things I miss about the military is that you, you hit it right there. We were all green. We were all the same. And yeah, man. yet so different, right? But we yeah. were able, because of that, because of the unity that they forced and because of the cohesiveness that they forced it, it, it basically made you not see in color right. and you you took your buddy for his life for for being you know dependent on you and vice versa and yeah. I, I i didn't it doesn't matter i don't care what color you are you got my back or you don't that's all that matters at the end of the day so it, i i really miss that about the military too and i think that i think that helped mold me and and push me in the direction that I've been in my whole life. Yeah, I'd have to agree, man. I think, you know, a lot of times people take for granted exactly what it means to be a serviceman or a servicewoman. And that transition from civilian life to a world where the person to the right or the left of you could be there or could not be there makes a big difference. And so you oh, yeah. value people for the things that are valuable instead of superficial things. Exactly. No, well said. I mean, you know, and it's, I, I, I had this guy, there was some guy that brings up a memory of a couple of days ago on Twitter. This guy was um, talking to, what's her name? Oh God, a Congress. She's, she's big into Congress in the, in the Michigan legislature. Um, anyways, he was, he was, he spotted off and he said something and he's like, well, what, what is the primary race building houses in the city of Detroit? And I'm like, bro, I'm a carpenter from Detroit for 30 years. What are you talking about? You know? And he's like, well, what, what's the primary rate? And I said, you know, I guess I'd never really paid attention to it. And he got all defensive. Like I was avoiding the question. And, and I'm like, what? Honestly, what what does the race matter? What what does it matter if if it's sixty percent Hispanic and twenty five percent black and twenty percent white? Who gives a fuck? Why is this an why is this an issue? Why is this even a topic? And we went back and forth, and he basically just got belligerent, and I was like, okay, bye bye now, <laughs> you know, and I blocked him. <laughs> but 
it was just it was frustrating. And it's like, why does this still matter to people? I, I don't understand. You know I what really my take don't. on it is, man? I tell you like this. If the city of Detroit is falling apart, I don't give a fuck what you look like. Buy. Buy the buildings, fix the buildings, move in, build businesses, bring value. Right. I don't I don't care. That it doesn't bother me at all, not one bit. And I, I think that that's just a wild exchange, man. And I think I think the climate right now, I think everybody just needs to just cool off, man. You know, yeah. and just talk to people, talk to each other. Yeah, right. You just need to start trading some shit coins and have a beer and talk about everything around a campfire and be friends, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Exactly. Campfires bring shit, bring so many people together. It's no amazing. Shit. You know? And it's just such a relaxed atmosphere to just hang out and and shoot the shit about crypto and about what we're passionate about and that's that's what makes that's what makes life go round right there is is sharing time with friends sharing time with people that you that you respect and that you learn to care for because of a relationship that's developed and nothing can be further from the joy in life to me seriously i mean we've made friends from all over the entire world on this podcast, like yeah, far corners of places. Like, you know, it, there, there's, there's no difference. Every time we sit down, we have the exact same kind of conversation it just flows because you know what? It's another dude. It's another, <laughs> it's another, um, it's another person that just, it's just another person. They think the same, they have the same thoughts and opinions. Like no, nobody's different. You know, we're all the same. We can all t- work together and we can all be a team and, and accomplish so much more together. Look, man, at, at the end of the day, I want to love my wife. I want to raise my children. I want to have a house. I want to have a nice car. I want to retire. I want to grow old. That's it. Everything else is superficial. 100%. Everything else is superficial. You know? I want to change the fucking world. I mean, you know what? <laughs> Sorry. That's what I'm doing right now. That's we, what I want to do. Sure. But that's part of the process. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to, you have to, you have to, you have to make and build good people to do that. Yes. Because the work can't be done in one lifetime. You have to lead and you have to have people willing to lead and you have to have people willing to follow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Those two things are crucial. And then you have to teach, you have to have people educating people how to follow. So they don't follow blindly. Right. And you don't even need to walk. You don't even need to follow, man. And it's like that old saying goes, you know, don't walk in front of me. I might right. not follow. Be don't walk behind me. I might not lead. Just walk next to me and be my fucking friend. All day, baby. Nor this is this has been an amazing podcast. It's been a pleasure having you on the show, and it just made my night even more enjoyable knowing that I'm going to shake your freaking hand when we're when we're in Philly in a couple of weeks. I'm. I'm just so fired up about Philly and that just made it even better. So looking forward to that day. Definitely. Hey man, it's going to be awesome. I don't know what your, uh, what your schedule is looking like that Friday night, but uh, I'll be at uh coin venture we'll Friday and Saturday. So, I mean, you know, we can go hit a cigar lounge, man, you know, do it real big. We definitely got to hook up. Um, my plans aren't, I don't have plans. I'm just going to go with the flow and let the universe guide me. Right. Um, so looking forward to looking forward to meeting you there for sure. I'm definitely looking forward to it, my friend. And professor, right we're gonna have to link up, bro. You let me know. Oh yeah, one of these days. Going to let me know the next event you're going to. Now uh, we'll be I, in 
Vegas. I'll be, I'll be in Vegas for Litecoin Summit, October 28th and 29th. And for, uh, I'll be in Los Angeles for Crypto Invest Summit yep. on October 16th and 17th. I yeah. might try to do LA. I know the end of October, me and the missus are doing Puerto Rico. So there you go. Well, that's a, that's LA go. blockchain week. So if you're going to, I'm, I'm not going to be able to go for the whole week, but um, that's why there's all <laughs> shit happening that day, that week. Just DM yeah. me, man. DM me your, um, all right. Uh, Definitely. We will I'll try to make it out there, bro. <laughs> it's going to be intense sir thank you so much for coming on the show i really 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 enjoyed having you and oh, yeah. we're going to Always do a, a part time. three absolutely and we got actually you can have us on yours next how's that hey bro that sounds good switch back and forth. inbox and i'll schedule something for you sweet right on Looking right on hey man y'all have a great night okay yeah you too you too buddy thank you so much uh-huh peace Bye-bye. That was yeah, awesome. It's, it's always fun having him on the show or, or talking with him rather. It's the first time we've had him on our show, actually. But right. It is. Yeah, it's uh it's the conversations are always great because he's he he's got he's fucking smart. Let's just put it that way. Oh yeah, he, he is. He he gets a lot of deep thoughts about a lot of stuff and it's really cool to kind of dig in there and, and see what he's thinking and it's, it's definitely fun. You know, it, it it's kinda like it's kinda like um it's kinda like mixing, you know. I'm trying to think of the actor, but fuck it. Never mind. It, you know, it's just, he's so chill, right? He, and he's so laid back and we are just so like, boom, in your face. And he's like, man, you guys are nuts. I, I mean, I love it. I love it. <laughs> the energy is just amazing. So it's a lot of fun. Heck yeah, it is. So we got, uh, we got a few podcasts this week actually to record. Yeah. Um, a few. Yeah. No shortage of, uh, no shortage of content. I don't think, um, you know, we, I don't think anybody's going to be complaining, complaining anytime soon. No, no we still have no, like four episodes so. ready to, to edit and release. Um, and we have the one you're listening to right now. And then we've got cat coming up the following day, a developer, Saturday developer on Saturday. Um, excuse me, a developer for the XRP community. I shouldn't make it sound like he's a developer for XRP. And then Sunday right. we've got Colin, so we're gonna have a little bit of DJ action on Sunday. But good but God, he, we are loaded. We are loaded. And then we've got the 18th. <laughs> we, we, we're stacking them up. We've got some, <laughs> that's cool. Keep them coming. We got yes, shit. Please, please, we got it. We can handle it. We love it. We love it. It doesn't matter as long as you're patient on the release. We got this. <laughs> so on that on that note, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for supporting us. Um, the, the energy out there on, on Twitter for the campfire has been intense. Um, really, really, really fun to see and, you know, to lift you guys up. So we're going to be, we're going to be doing this giveaway here, um, pretty quick for the way the professor made it sound. So keep your ears and eyes peeled for that. Um, looking forward to that and we will catch you on the next one. Take it easy. Peace.